Hello everybody, I am Matt and I do love talking about pop culture. Welcome back. It's another episode to another episode. Uh, I don't, I already lost track um, of what episode this is. I think this is officially episode four because we did have the bonus episode. Uh, so I do believe this is officially episode four, but I, I could be wrong. Uh, we are going to be talking about today. Netflix's Masters of the Universe Revolutions, which is a sequel series to Masters of the Universe Revelations, which came out, I think it was two years ago. I think it was uh, 20, was it 2021 that came out? I want to say it was 2021. Uh, this season, much shorter, uh, split in half, only five episodes. Uh, Revelations, we got, we got 10 episodes split into two parts. They, they came out a couple months apart. Uh, so, you know, we're going to talk about uh, Revolutions today. We'll get there. Of, of course, as always, before we before we do get to the main topic, the appetizer, so to speak. Uh, what have I been up to these last two weeks? Ad admittedly, I haven't really read a lot of comics, if any comics at all. Um... So, yeah, I don't even remember what's the last book I read. So, unfortunately, I don't really have any comics to talk about this week. Uh, I, I have done some fair amount of gaming. Uh, I finally finished Spider-Man 2. I actually finished it uh, last night. Uh, I, I liked it. I liked it. I enjoyed the game a lot. I think the story was really good. Um... The, the boss fights were were fun the only thing is the the last part of the game you do you do have a, a few different fights with venom and they each do feel a little bit different uh, but it's 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 just a it's just a thing where I, I wish maybe instead of you know three or four different fights with venom like maybe you, you could have fought like a different symbiote that would have been okay but that is such a tiny nitpick and you do you you do fight and you do fight a different uh symbiote before that but yeah it's a good game uh the ending is pretty sad and i don't want to spoil it uh, in case you you know you want to play it even though i do spoil everything i talk about here but i won't i won't spoil this because uh it should really be played, but the ending is a little bit of a. It, it it's happy. It's 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 happy overall, but there there is one part where uh, I'm just I'm just gonna I'll just I'll just spoil it. I at the Harry, Harry dies. Harry, Harry dies in the end. It's a sad moment, um, but then you know the end. The ending is optimistic, where Peter and MJ kind of patch things up and. We do get a, a little post-credit tease where Norman Osborn uh, goes to Otto Octavius and he's locked up and he wants to, now Norman wants to uh, eliminate Spider-Man. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. I'm sure that is going to lead to a potential third game. I'm sure that'll lead to it. Uh, there is another sad moment, not so much a sad moment, but like, the moment where Miles uh, teams up with Mr. Negative, you know, and then they kind of work together a little bit. 
And then, you know, in the end, Miles is kind of shakes his hand and he's like, I can't forgive you for what I for what you did, but I, I can't hold on to all this anger either. I wouldn't say it's sad, but it was emotional. There was a couple points in this game where I, w I was getting a little choked up, if I'm being totally honest. But yeah, game, super fun. Uh, I love the part where you actually play as Venom and you're just kind of like rampaging through stuff and you fight Kraven. Awesome. So yeah, definitely, if you haven't already, check that out. I look forward to seeing uh, some other games. Like I think, I know Wolverine is next. And I think we're supposed to, uh, according to the leaks, I think we're supposed to get like a standalone Venom game and an X-Men game. So I'll be definitely looking forward to those. I'll definitely play those. I really just enjoy this Marvel, this Marvel world that they're building. And I hope with Wolverine, I hope that it uh, does lead to some other stuff, some other cool, fun stuff. But yeah, Spider-Man 2 gets a 10 out of 10 in my book. I still have to beat some of the uh, side stuff. Like I didn't finish all the side objectives, but I, I did finish the main. Uh, I did finish the main story, so that's good. Uh, in addition to finishing stuff, I, I also I knocked off two animes in the last two weeks. I watched uh, Mob Psycho 100. I watched the full thing. It's only well, I didn't watch the full thing. I watched the full first season. It's only twelve episodes. I, I thought it was good. It has very much that like One Punch Man style where uh, it's like a main protagonist that's super overpowered. And then, uh, you know, you have like you have a villain team in the end and we see this villain team, but they all just they all just basically get very easily defeated because Mob is so overpowered. But it's, it's a fun show. I had fun with it. Uh, I liked it for what it was. I also finished the last season of Attack on Titan, and wow, uh, the last season of AOT, it it starts at a high and then it does not cool down. Uh, I could, it, and I think one of the reasons why I was able to knock it out is because it was just so good. Like every episode, I'm like, oh, I gotta watch the next episode. Oh, I gotta, I gotta see that next episode. You know, right from the the beginning where Aaron uh, does his uh, he does his war crime and we get that we get that big fight, you know, and Gabby, Gabby, who I didn't like at first. At first, I could not stand Gabby, I could not stand her, but I, I think she comes around and I think she sort of redeems herself in the end. And, uh, you know, like that scene where. Aaron's underground and he's talking to Bertolt and then he turns into the Titan basically demolishes the city and then he fights the Warhammer Titan he fights the Jaw Titan and then uh, you know we, we to the point where uh, Gabby sneaks on the airship and you know we, we know what happens I, I again I don't want to spoil it because this isn't the main topic but uh, definitely love that season I, I loved every minute there was a couple episodes uh, like there's an episode where we get Zeke's uh, origin, like we talk about his backstory. That episode, personally, I was just okay with. I like I don't feel like I really needed that, but it, it does give you a good insight into who he is and his motivations. So even even at that, it does sort of 
interrupt the story, but it, it it's some important there is some important information and it does kind of give you an insight, but wow, uh, and what an ending that last episode. I know some people don't like the ending. Some people are kind of iffy on it. You know, it's one of those things where you either like it or you don't like it. I sort of like it. And again, I won't spoil it, <laughs> even though I said I won't spoil Spider-Man 2. Actually, I won't spoil this. But uh, it, it it's just, uh, yeah, it's just really good, really good season. It's, uh feels weird kind of having that Attack on Titan journey just kind of being completed. But uh, I liked it. And those last two episodes, especially the last episode, it's like 90 minutes. It's like a it's like a movie. It's like a full length movie. So that was good. Uh, watch those. What else? What else did I do? What else have I been up to? There, there was something there was something I was thinking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. OK, that's it. Uh, I started playing Mortal Kombat 1. So finally got into that. Uh, got into the story a little bit. I, I like it. I like it so far. It is a little bit different. Uh, it is maybe too different. It's maybe a little too different for me. And what I mean is like kind of having like Raiden just kind of being like this young man that's just kind of coming into his powers. And Liu Kang is the... Liu Kang is like the fire god, so Liu Kang is basically like they basically switched roles. Um, I like I like it so far. Haven't gotten that far into it, but it's maybe a little too different for me. But we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. We'll, you know, I'll I'll kind of wait and hold off my judgment until I've played the full until I've played the full game. But so far, really good. And I don't think I don't think I have anything else that I really want to kind of that I really want to kind of spotlight. Because um, I yeah, because I watch I watch Masters of the Universe. I've been kind of that's been kind of my my what I've been watching most of this week. But, you know, I, I don't I don't watch a lot of TV. And when uh, I do, I watch a lot of anime and then I watch a lot of wrestling. So I don't watch a lot of other stuff, but especially cartoons. I don't watch a lot of like uh, I don't watch a lot of new or like modern cartoons. I watch a lot of like older stuff. Like I default to uh, like I default to like Family Guy a lot and American Dad and King of the Hill and like those things. Like I'll rewatch King of the Hill. I'll just rewatch it over and over and over again, rather than like starting something new because it's just kind of like comfort shows, you know. That's what I feel like. I feel like it's a it's a it's a comfort show for me. But I guess we could just kind of move into the main topic. We're talking so Masters of the Universe Revolution. Uh I know there was some stuff with that first season. I like the first season. I like Revelations. I know people I think people are un unfairly uh harsh on it because it did take some liberties and it did do some stuff differently. Do do I like some of the changes? Um, some of the changes I, I didn't love. Like one main thing about this show. Why are we why are we pushing so hard for Evil Lynn 
to be a hero and why are we pushing so hard for evil in to have this just redemption didn't understand it with revelations and they go even harder with the evil in redemption in revolutions i i just i don't get it to me like like she's evil in evil in it's it's in the name but i did overall like that first season uh did some great world building one one thing about this show is uh you know this is not uh this is not your uh you know this is not your typical masters of the universe like the like the filmation one where it's it's very bright and vibrant and and happy and there's always a happy ending you know one one continuous thread that we we kind of go through is people die a lot of people die uh brutally die and that's actually how revolution revol revolution starts off it starts off with he-man and orko they go to subternia to talk to scareglow they try to get they want to try to get scareglow to uh give them the souls of fisto and trapjaw who were both killed by skeletor in the first season and uh skeletor skeletor uh scareglow basically says a no-go it's a no-go they fight it out, you know, Scareglow summons a big army and then we get some Eternia, we get some warriors of Eternia. So we get to see Buzz Off, we get to see, is it Blast or Ryoblast? I'm going to say Ryoblast because I think that's right, but maybe it's Ryoblast. Um, get to see Ryoblast and we get to see, who else? We get to see one more, one more new character that wasn't in the first season. Uh, Snout Spout, we get to see Snout Spout. So that's really cool. Ram Man comes back and then they all show up and they fight the the forces of Scareglow, get the souls of Trapjaw and Fisto, and then they escape and then they seal up Subternia. And we do get to see like King Randor, he gets in the mix. He has almost like a big like a Hulkbuster that he's just kind of fighting and he's just fighting in this massive Hulkbuster and then uh you know i guess i don't know if it was they never really elaborate on if he was sick or if like was it the battle that was just too much for his heart to take or or something of that degree he ends up dying um you know there's a very emotional scene at the end of the episode with uh king randor you know basically saying like he doesn't regret anything and he's glad he gets to spend his last moments with his family and he sort of tells Adam that you 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 can't have you you can't have both lifestyles. You can't be the champion and be the king. Like you're gonna have to pick one or the other. And then uh, you know Tila Tila sort of has her own thing going on where basically she wants to restore Preternia, which is basically like their heaven. She wants to bring it back so that all the heroes that passed away they have somewhere to go after they die so that's her thing that she's got going on that's her arc in this story that's what she's working on in this story um and then adams we see the funeral we find out that there's a coronation the the coronation takes place immediately after the funeral adam very reluctant to become the king and then who interrupts the coronation but keldor 
who, if you know the lore of Motu, Keldor was Skeletor before he became Skeletor. So it's very confusing as to why Keldor is here, played by the legendary uh, William Shatner. Uh, some other voice casting, uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar did not return to voice Tila in this one. Instead, Tila was voiced by Melissa Benoist, Benoist, I think it's that's how you pronounce it, right? Who played Supergirl in the Supergirl series. So that's very cool. So anyway, Keldor shows up. He's talking to He-Man and he's basically kind of convinces him that... Uh, he tells him that being the king is his birthright. And uh, he basically convinces He-Man almost convinces him to be to give him the king like he's in the process of it and then they get attacked we do earlier see skeletor he's in castle grayskull with motherboard uh, motherboard is basically making all the villains like techno like we see too bad uh fun little scene with too bad and we see he gets the techno virus we see skeletor has already been infected with the techno virus and then we find out, we find out Motherboard is working with Hordak, and that Hordak and his army are coming to uh, take over Eternia. There's another fun, really fun scene where we see a Stonedar. We see Stonedar, uh, basically like his planet or his country or whatever the case may be. They, yeah, they basically got it just wiped out by Hordak. Uh, we see a fun scene where uh, Stonedar fights some horde troopers, and then he fights some fights some of the evil horde. We see Grizzlor and Mantena and Leech. None of them, of course, have any uh, lines of dialogue, but it was still fun to see them. They have a little fight with Stonedar. Stonedar gets defeated. Is Stonedar or it's either Stonedar or Rockon? I, I sort of forget which one is the good guy and which one is the bad guy. I'm pretty sure Stonedar is right though. So, uh, yeah, we see that. That was a pretty cool scene. And then we find out Motherboard and Hordak are working together. Skeletor doesn't like that. Skeletor, not a fan of Hordak. So jumping back to the, the heroes, we see Skeletor attacks the palace with his new, like, techno powers. Uh, there's a big fight. We see... Uh, the citizens are getting infected with the virus and it's making them kind of like slaves like slaves or like mind slaves if you will and then skeletor is able to use his the power of the magic and the techno virus together and he summons this giant this big robot i wouldn't say giant but it's a big robot that uh it was buried under eternia that starts wrecking shop that starts, to, you know, destroying the city and stuff. Keldor jumps in. Of course, Keldor has the answer. So he teams up with Andra. And he basically uh, upgrades Andra's, like, wrist blaster to where, okay, like, now it has, like, a virus. And if you shoot it at the robot, if you shoot it at its, like, like mainframe, it'll shut him off. So, you know... How convenient Keldor shows up and kind of says he wants to be the king. He wants to take the burden from Adam. And uh, 
just how convenient he has the answer to stop these robots. Uh, I immediately did not trust Keldor because I because I know the Motu lore. I know that Keldor is Skeletor. Didn't exactly know what was going on. And this show does do things differently. So I thought maybe, okay, maybe they're going to do something different. But eh, come on. Like he, he, of course he has the answer. So this is where we, we get a little bit of a break. Uh, Tila goes, so Tila finds out that she talks to her mom, who was the previous sorceress. And she tells her that in order to restore Preternia, she needs not just the power of Zor, but she needs the Havoc Staff and the, the power of like the Snake Men, which I think they call Ka. I call it like Ka. So she's like, you need those three scepters in order to do it. And in order to use the magic of Ka, like she has to have training. So she goes to the castle of uh, Grenimir, who we see Grenimir, who's he's like a big dragon. He's old and he's kind of dying and he's kind of angry and he doesn't want to help her. And then we see Evil Lynn. Evil Lynn is there. And she's just basically talking about how uh, like her punishment was to kind of take care of Grenimir. So she's kind of like nursing him and kind of just taking care of him in these final moments. He kind of does not want to help Tila. He just kind of dismisses her. Evil Lynn says, wait. I will help you. I will train you in the magic of Ka. So then we eventually do get to see Tila in her snake form. Uh, there's a line of dialogue. There's a line of dialogue that's, again, it's just kind of questionable to me. Um, I know it's it's a cartoon that's full of killing, you know, so maybe it's not for the younger fans, but Motu is a brand that's geared towards younger fans. And uh, so there's one part where Evil Lynn is training with Tila. And, uh, you know, she's trying to get her riled up to kind of teach her how to use the magic of Ka. She's trying to get her riled up. And there's a scene where Evil Lynn says to her, uh, she says, we all know that, um, I forget exactly how she says it, but she says something like, I'm the one that really lifts his loincloth. Okay. Okay. I get it. Like, I get it. It's not It's not for the younger kids. And maybe the younger kids it would just kind of go over their head. And maybe because of all the killing and all the fighting, it's not for younger fans. It's just like, did we really need that? Did we really need that line? It's, it's not even that I have a problem with it. It's just that it, it just felt really out of place. Just a weird, just a weird line of dialogue that they put in there that just felt really out of place to me. So that's what Tila's doing. And we see Orko and Duncan. They want to get the sword, the sword powered up because we find out earlier that the sword can negate the techno virus so they want to get it upgraded to basically be able to eliminate the techno virus on a larger scale so who do they go to my boy if you watch the masters of the universe movie with Dolph Lundgren you know Gwildor you know all about Gwildor 
who for the longest time was exclusive to the movie, they go see Gwildor. And uh, Duncan is, is talking to Gwildor, and he actually, uh, he actually references the Masters of the Universe movie where he says, uh, you know, like old friend, like we had adventures traveling through dimensions together. So then Gwildor agrees to help upgrade the sword. And then uh, we go back to the palace. Again, I'm, I might be getting some of these out of order. Like I said, we're not really doing like an episode, uh, episode by episode breakdown. This is more like a general discussion. So Keldor convinces He-Man. This is, hey, like, listen, man, like we can't wait. We can't always wait for them to attack us. We got to bring the fight to them. We got to we got to take the fight to them. So this is where uh, He-Man is like, okay, sure, but I have no power sword. Because he's still He-Man. He never transformed back into Adam. He, he's kind of still He-Man. He says, okay, sure, but I, I have no power sword. So he gives him a big axe. And then Andra comes in and she gives him she gives him some armor. We basically get battle armor He-Man, you know, where he had uh, he had like the silver vest where there was the piece that you could kind of spin around. That's that's basically what he has. And then he goes to take the fight. He goes to Castle Grayskull. No, not Castle Grayskull. Uh, Snake Mountain. He goes to fight to confront Skeletor, who they are now calling Skeletech. And then I can't remember if it's here or if it's later. But we do eventually find out, we do find out that uh, basically Keldor is just a personification of Skeletor. Like it's just he's using magic to kind of appear as Keldor, but it's basically Skeletor. So He-Man goes there, he has a fight, he fights too bad, he fights Webstore, he fights uh, Whiplash, who are all have the techno the techno virus and then he goes into snake mountain and he sort of learns this by seeing the crown he sees the he sees the crown sitting on uh the throne and then he kind of realizes like oh crap gets knocked out gets captured eventually hordak eventually hordak shows up and you know he's kind of immediately immediately Skeletor and Hordak like these two do not like each other these two just do not get along and we see eventually I think it is in episode I think it's in episode three where uh we see that Skeletor a bit of a like a split personality like he's talking to like it's almost like Keldor it's almost like Keldor is is like a like one personality. So Keldor is talking to him, and they go into Motherboard's chamber, and they see like she's basically not really sleeping, but I guess she's powered down. I gotta say, Motherboard is maybe maybe the most wasted character in this series. And I think the biggest issue with this series for me is because it's only five episodes, everything just feels rushed. 
like the first season was 10 episodes you had more time to kind of spread it out you have more time to kind of let the story unfold whereas here it, it feels like everything is just really compact and there's you know like there's a lot of side characters but like a lot of them just feel like background characters like in the first season like you had roboto you know who Ro roboto kind of was a main character and then king grace grayskull was like a main character here you know you had like merman here it just feels like it just feels like a little more condensed to where like Ramman is there and buzz off is there and Ryoblast is there but they just they're just sort of you know like you see buzz off every once in a while he'll he'll pop in and uh hit an enemy and then go away even uh Beastman Beastman was a big part of the first season it, it just feels like I wish we maybe had a little more time like I wish we did have another five episodes so we could maybe spread the story out a little bit I digress it is what it is so we then eventually see Skeletor confronts Hordak and it's it's a great scene of he's comes in carrying a box what's what's in the box you know if if you saw the movie guys if you saw the movie seven if you saw the movie seven you already know where we're going so Hordak launches his invasion Skeletor confronts Hordak and basically uh motherboard's head decapitated head is inside the box certainly uh certainly surprised me like I said uh I was surprised just how we just dispatch motherboard it seems like she was going to be such a important character and then it's just she's almost just quickly defeated she's just very very quickly defeated no real fighting or anything like that and we don't even see her get killed she just we see the head in the box and that's it i wish we would have got to see a little more from motherboard but i guess she played her role in the story you know she did what she needed to do so we see the heroes kind of fighting back eventually tila who's still a snake because she has the powers of ka i think it's ka she comes back we meet we, we bump into duncan who has a new armor who's now calling himself uh man of war you know because he's not man at arms anymore andra is a man at arms calls himself man of war i thought he was extendor at first looks very similar to extendor so he kind of comes in they're fighting the horde troopers and this is where we get the the big fight between hordak and skeletech he calls himself skeletech now can't remember if i mentioned that so they they're kind of fighting and it's pretty cool it's a pretty cool fight again hordak hordak was here voiced by the legendary capital l capital e capital n capital dairy keith david keith david voicing hordak oppositing mark hamill skeletor let's go you know again hordak another thing where i wish we could have got a couple more episodes because it would have been really nice to see more of him so we get a pretty awesome fight between hordak and skeletor which does eventually end with skeletor skeletor killing hordak you know he uses his power his techno power 
the techno power, the techno virus mixed with the magic, he's able to kill Hordak. Um, now we're kind of getting, we're kind of getting, we're getting in the mud a little bit. We see uh, Adam is locked up, and then we see Queen Marlena also gets locked up. But we find out that we we find out later that that was part of the plan because Queen Marlena had a tracker. So Andra is able to come in and save Adam. Adam comes out, and you know he's trying to he's fighting. He's doing his best, but he's no match for Skeletor because he doesn't have the sword. And we do see we do see uh, earlier we see Gwildor is is working on the sword and you know when the attack starts going down we see Grizzlor and Mantena and Leech we see that little trio that little three man squad they attack Gwildor and Orko but they're able to kind of defeat them again maybe a little too easy for my liking with a couple more episodes. I, I would have liked to have seen a little more to that fight. Maybe you get to see a little more to those characters. But they're there anyway. It, it, Gwildor and Orko, they show up, gives Adam the sword. Tila's back. Tila shows up. They start they start making out. They, they start they start making out and uh, Adam calls down the power. He gets a brand new armor. Tila gets new armor. I guess they both got the power now. Uh, so I f Skeletor's arm. I forgot to mention that Skeletor's arm is basically the Havoc Staff. Uh, that gets cut off. Evil Lin comes in. Gets the staff. And Tila's kind of able to start reforming uh Pre preternia preternia so she's able to start rebuilding that skeletech and he-man are fighting we we do get so we get do get a re this is a really big like awesome like battle episode we get to see granamir despite earlier not really wanting to help and being kind of confrontational he shows up and because skeletor summons like the big the giant robot we saw earlier he summons like a whole bunch of them you know, Grenimir kind of comes in, breathing some fire, doing some stuff, doing some damage, but he basically gets taken out. Remember, like, he's old. He was old and dying, and he was already very weak. So, unfortunately, he comes in. He does get taken out. Uh, and then, you know, there's an emotional scene where Evil Lin is kind of talking to him, and basically, like, he tells Evil Lin that, like, listen, like, you're redeemed you're a hero now you're redeemed don't worry about it it's all good so that was cool we get to see queen marlena in the in her uh ship uh her ship that she kind of crashed into eternia you know she was like a like a like an astronaut or whatever so everybody's playing their role we see ram man and we see buzz off and we see ryle blast and we see Snout Spout. Again, they they pop in very briefly. They pop in. They quickly do their thing. Don't get a lot. Don't get to spend a lot of time with those characters. Uh, but, you know, it, it was cool to see them either way. And uh, so then uh, as we see the battle, 
going on between He-Man and Skeletor. We see that Skeletor is still, or Skeletech, is still overwhelming. Is still overwhelming uh, He-Man. And then I guess because Tila is able to finish restoring Preternia, this was a cool scene. I, I very much like this scene. Maybe not as much as the first season. The first season, one of the best moments is where Orko uh, returns. Orko comes back and fights uh, Scareglow. I, I love that. I love that part. I really love that part. We see a bunch of heroes from, from heaven. We see, we see King Randor come back. To help He-Man. It's almost like you know like in Dragon Ball Z. The father son Kamehameha. Kamehameha. I don't know why I said that weird. It's almost like that. It's almost like on par with that. Where King Randor's spirit. Oriented Ghostbusters afterlife. Where uh, Egon's spirit. Is is helping uh, the granddaughter. Very much a moment like that. King Randor comes back. We see the spirits of all the past past warriors you know fisto and clam champ and uh king grayskull they all have a little moment where they come in defeat one of the robots again wish we could have spent a little more time with those characters i digress he-man basically defeats skeletech but he doesn't kill him but he basically because now his sword has the power to undo the techno virus so he basically stabs him undoes the techno virus and this returns skeletor to keldor so now he's depowered he's a human now he lost the havoc staff he has no magic doesn't have the power of the techno virus he's got nothing he's just nothing just a plain human now and then uh the ending we see he-man and tila like adam and tila they get together, you know, they're like a couple now. They liked each other. They like each other. They always did. And then, you know, like one of the things where we keep alluding to throughout the series is for Adam to make a move. Make a move on Tila. Don't wait too long. King, King Randor tells him, tell her how you feel. Don't wait too long. People are telling Tila, tell Adam how you feel. Don't wait too long. They finally get together. It's it's nice. It's a nice little heartwarming moment. And then Adam says that from now on for Eternia or Eternos, as they call it, there will be no king. And it'll be elected officials. There's no more king. There's no more like ruling. There's no more palace. It'll simply be elected elected officials. Cool. Very, very cool. Um so you know good guys win great moment uh, and then there's a little stinger at the end where we see despera we see despera but we don't know the identity we don't see her identity but we do see despera has hordak in like a like a stasis chamber in a stasis chamber and it's kind of like reviving him and then we do see despera saying that don't worry Horde Prime, Horde Prime is gonna fix you up, and then we're gonna go, we're gonna go take out He-Man. Really cool. Uh, if you again, if you know the Morta Shira lore, the Motu lore, you know that Despera was 
was uh, She-Ra before she became She-Ra. You know, she was kidnapped by the Horde and they kind of brainwashed her. But we don't know if it's Adora. We don't actually see her face. But we do know it's Despera and she takes off the helmet. But we'll have to kind of wait and see. Um, it, it was good. Overall, it was good. I liked it. I wish this would kind of just be like, uh, like I wish this would just get a full season where it would just get like a full 25 episodes. Because, uh, yeah, it just felt like a, like a year and a half wait for five episodes, for five 20-minute episodes. Didn't feel like enough to me. Like, this feels like this could have just been like a movie. Like, like, you know, like how we're doing the Mortal Kombat animated movies or the DC animated movies. You could have just made this because each episode is 25 minutes. So that's what, 50, 100 minutes, 125 minutes. It's like an hour and a half. You know, if you're only going to do like an hour and a half, then just make it make it a full movie instead of, you know, having the. Like, each episode, you know, is broken up. But that's basically what this feels like. It just feels like a, a, a movie. I like it. I liked it a lot. Like I said, the biggest problem here is it did need more episodes. More episodes would have given us more time to spend with some of these characters. Like Grizzlor and Leech and Mantena. Like, we get to just see them. They're just, you know, like we see Mantena. All we ever see him do is shooting his gun. But he never talks. Never says anything. I would have liked to see a little more with him. And Grizzler. Same with the heroes, like Snout Spouty, you know, he says a one-liner every now and then. But, you know, I, I wish they would have we would have got more time with them. It is a good show. If you like He-Man, if you like Masters of the Universe, you're gonna like this. If you like Revelations, you you're gonna like this. Um and it's it, like I said, this is like you can I, I was able to watch this. It did take me a couple days to watch it. Like, I think three days. I, I watched two episodes a night. And then the final night, I just watched the last episode. It's a, pre it's a pretty breezy. It's a pretty breezy watch. I think it's great. Um, Just like I said, again, just too short. Just needed more episodes. Come on. Season three, if we're going to get a season three, which I assume we will. We, we got to get the 10 episodes unless this is only the first half i don't think it is the first half though because they pretty much wrapped up the story and it seems like the despera thing is is really that's more just like a stinger to tease what's to come it's not like the first season where the first season does leave off in a cliffhanger it it, it does end in a cliffhanger um yeah good show um, this is going to be a short episode. Uh, this is going to be a short episode. I just, I didn't have as much to talk about. I, I thought, uh, I thought it would take me longer to kind of talk about it, but because it was just like a general discussion versus like a full breakdown. So, uh, fortunately this is going to be a shorter episode. I hope that's, hope that's okay with you guys. Uh, as always, thank you for listening uh thank you for supporting this new podcast and you know trying to help it get some traction i'm really trying my best 
this is like a whole new adventure for me so you know hopefully you're enjoying it and hopefully you're sticking with it and hopefully uh if you're liking the content you are subscribing of course i am also on youtube at matitude 22 where we do action figure reviews and unboxings and all stuff related to the world of toys and action figures uh you can find me on facebook at matitude 22 figure reviews uh you that's the best place to find me for now um I, again I, I know i keep saying it i will eventually get a facebook page for the pod we'll get there we'll get there i did mention last time about trying to do the video component the only thing is uh maybe hit a bit of a snag with that uh the only issue with that is um i wanted to make a video component and film myself recording the podcast and then upload the video version to the youtube channel the only issue with that is youtube's algorithm does not like if you do different stuff it 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 doesn't like if you kind of break away from the norm so to speak so because my youtube channel is uh action figures reviews and stuff like that if i start uploading videos where i'm just kind of talking about stuff it, it might mess up my algorithm so i maybe had to put a little pin in that but uh that is an idea that i do at some point want to come back to but uh maybe just not as soon as i i wanted to but it's still something i'm looking into but uh yeah again uh please subscribe to this podcast go check out the youtube channel subscribe to that that's it that's all i really got to say as always thank you guys so much you have been amazing we will have another episode we have a new episode of this podcast every other monday uh i don't know what the next topic is gonna be haven't decided yet but you can bet that it'll be something related to pop culture but uh, as always thank you so much have a great rest of your day great morning afternoon night wherever you are and we will see you hopefully in the next episode and bye